This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Is it a gadget? Is it a gizmo? No, it's gadgets and gizmos with Steve Kaplan and Simon Rose. Here we are again. So, where do we begin today? Well, we begin with, with Apple, as we so often do. In this case, the Apple Vision Pro, which is finally shipping to uh, eager purchasers in the United States. Not here yet, but mm. in the US. And it is an extraordinary thing. I've been reading... Remind us what it is, though. Well, the Vision Pro, you and I would call it a, a virtual reality, or in fact, augmented reality headset. Mm. Yeah. Apple don't like that terminology because they say, no, it's not that. It's a completely different way of interfacing with your computer. Mm. So it is, you know, to all intents and purposes, a, a VR headset, and you can watch movies on it and all that kind of thing. Mm. Um, no controllers, as you will recall from when we discussed it before, you just tap your fingers together. And because there are cameras all over the place, it doesn't matter where your fingers are. They can be resting in your lap and you tap and you pinch and you scroll mm. um, and it operates the window that you're looking at so you can have as many windows as you like in your in your virtual space and and it's very clever you can push them forwards and backwards in the space and the the sound gets quieter as you push them away and there's a little shadow on the ground so you can see where they are so this is looking through at your room but with these things floating in front of you and there are two Real things of interest here. One is that if you have a, a Mac computer, which you probably would do if you were going to spend three and a half thousand dollars on one <laughs> yes, of these things, yes. um, then if you're wearing the headset and you look at it, the the Mac screen appears in your in your headset and it also blacks out the, the screen, the actual physical screen. You can mm. use the mouse, you can use the trackpad, you can use the keyboard, but you suddenly have this screen as large as you want, filling up your field of view. And so it's um, it's like have, like sitting editing you know movies or whatever in a cinema. Do I get the impression then you're rather disappointed it's not available over here yet? Well, my brother has decided he's going to buy one just to just to see what they're like. So I'll try oh. his out. Okay. But they are customized to your eyes. So the first thing you do is to uh, you you give them your eye prescription and then they send them to you customized to your eyes. Wow! But then you can also create personas in it, avatars we would call mm. them. And you take the headset off and you turn it around so it's facing you, and it does a scan of your face, much like uh, facial ID does on iPhones. And then if you are talking to a bunch of other people on FaceTime, all of whom are wearing these headsets, then you see them sitting around and you see them in 3D to their avatars, which are really quite a lot like what the, what the people look like, except... You can see who they're talking to because they turn their head to look at someone. You can see them turn their head. You can say, oh, you talking to that person over there. Mm. And then you can talk to this person over there. It's really quite extraordinary. So it is a very different way of using a computer. 
So should we all go around to your brother's house and see it work, working there? We should all go around to my brother's house and invite the whole of the share radio <laughs> of the listening yeah. audience. Ah, but don't wear it while you're driving because people have been, because they have this pass-through thing where you can see what's in front of you at the same mm. time as you're using uh, the computers. Uh, there have been films on uh, online of people using them while driving their Teslas in auto-driving mode. Yes, this is what exactly. people competing for the Darwin Awards for this year. Exactly. <laughs> if anybody doesn't exactly. know, that's that's the the, the uh, was it contributing to the depletion of the gene pool by doing something yes. so stupid that you're you you, you take yourself, yourself out of it. Yes. 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 Good yes. grief. Uh, I take it. I take it. Apple is advising against. They you. are indeed. Well, they've not made any comments. I mean, I think Apple's uh, comment would be just don't be so stupid. Right. But they, yes. they, you know, they feel they don't need to say that to Apple users. Maybe they need to say it to Tesla users. Well, they, they did knows. encourage people to think different, didn't they, rather a long time ago? They did encourage people to think different. <laughs> okay. Well, at the time so they were doing that, I'd recently left the University of East Anglia, whose mm. motto was Do Different, which was... What? It's a, okay. Apparently, it's, a, it's an East Anglian saying. But honestly, to go to a university that... Um, Anyway, that's yes, that's yes, yes, yes. Well, if it's on. dialect, perhaps it's allowable. It okay. You are currently laid up with your broken leg. I can see that. I am. Yes. Yes. Uh, if you had electric bandages, then your leg, leg might heal a bit faster. Ooh, ooh, yes. interesting than that. Yes. Well, this is a, a curious initiative from the Korean Advanced Institute of Science and Technology, who've discovered that bones are effectively piezoelectric. Uh, scaffolding and the little electrical charges that generate new bone. Mm. So what they've done is they've built a, a scaffold using this piezoelectric framework, and they found it up to forty percent faster at healing broken bones in mice. How about that? Well, they haven't tried it on humans yet, then presumably. I, I might volunteer to be a guinea pig for this one. Indeed, or a guinea mouse. They haven't tried yes. it on humans yet. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know if there's someone in the uh, in the Korean labs who spends all this time snapping uh, mouse bones so they can heal. Oh, oh no, no, but, that's horrible. No, but they tried it for six weeks and all the mice survived, which is a good thing. Not that there was any, you know, there was nothing, no reason why they wouldn't have survived, of course, but they, and it, it did speed them up. And it did speed up the rig. Okay, so presumably this is not going to be of any help to me. Given... No. no. No, no. Okay. No. Firstly, you're not a mouse. Secondly, True. you're not in Korea, and thirdly, it's uh, not ready for human trials yet. Uh, uh. Well, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm grumpy about that, so we'll just have to have <laughs> one of these for the time being. And while we're on the subject of maladies, well, it's not a malady, but um, blind people. There are various apps, including things like Google Maps, that will guide blind people to a bus stop mm -hmm. so they can get the bus wherever they're going. But once they're at the bus stop, they don't know how close to the bus stop they are. And they might be okay. sitting so far away from it that the bus doesn't see them and doesn't stop. Which, you know, makes sense. Well, <laughs> the Massachusetts Eye and Ear Research Centre have produced an app. It's called All Aboard. And um, because uh, they are engineers, they've called it all underscore aboard. The only people who ever use underscores <laughs> are, uh, are computer programmers. Mm. And so you use your Google Maps, whatever, to take you to the, to, to the bus stop. Then you open the app. 
you hold the, the phone camera up and scan around, and they've got a neural network trained on 10,000 images of bus stops that will apparently then guide you directly to your bus stop so that you can wait there for your bus and, and not miss the bus. Okay, and you can identify bus stops from up to 15 metres away, which is actually pretty good because... It yeah. now occurs to me, of course, how do you open an app if you're blind? You probably tell your phone, open oh, yes. by all underscore. Oh, yeah, of course. Yes, yes. Remembering the underscore. Yes. Remembering, remembering the Exactly. And it's available on 10 cities around the world, including London. So, yeah, we could, be, we could be trying it out now. And it's in the App Store for iOS and Android. There it is. Go and give it a go. All underscore aboard. There are hundreds of apps called All Aboard, most of them full of children's colouring apps. So make sure you use the underscore. Oh, OK. Right. And mm. if you are still blind, I mean, not that you're likely to have recovered from having the success of having yes, got on your yes. bus, but if you are still blind and uh, you want to know what you're looking at, you know, you pick up a, a, a can of beans. Is it mm. beans or is it tomato soup? Or yes. is it yes. bean sprouts or whatever it could be? The, um, the National University of Singapore have come up with a thing called IC, spelled A-I-S-E-E, mm. so it uses um, AI. And it looks like, you know, there's bone-conducting headphones, so the ones that sort of loop behind yes. your ears yes. to go into your ears. Yes. It's like a pair of those with uh, a strap around the back, and one of them has got a camera in. So you pick up what you're looking at, the camera then looks at it and tells you exactly, you know, what you're what you're looking at, which is quite clever. Very clever. Well, yes. except that, of course, Google has been doing this for years. Amazon will do that. You can pick up just about any product and point your uh, Amazon app on your phone at it, and it'll quite happily sell you another one of the same thing. So, <laughs> even if you don't want it. Even if you don't yes. want it. So there, there is definitely precedence for recognising these objects. Mm. But... Um, uh, a good thing, a good thing. Still mm. in development, but I think if I were blind, I would certainly get an AIC or IC. And just going back briefly to Amazon, has anybody mm. worked out why when you buy something on Amazon, they then send you emails for several days afterwards saying you might like another one of these? Uh, or show you something you should have bought instead. Well, yes, that's also true. Yes. yes. No, I remember some years ago I bought a leaf blower. And then I keep on getting... Um, uh, emails from Amazon saying, I see you're interested in leaf blowers. I am not interested in leaf blowers. <laughs> yes. I needed a leaf blower. I bought a leaf blower. Since then, I have zero interest in leaf blowers. I know. It is ridiculous. Yes. It is I, bought a, I bought a leaf blower and was then given a leaf blower. So now I've got oh. an interest in trying to get rid of a leaf blower that I bought oh. that's never been used. Well, so if um... you do need another one, come to me, not Amazon. <laughs> I'll know who to go to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Onwards, onwards. Oh, onwards. Uh, when you haven't, uh, when you're languishing in bed with a broken leg, you like to get out on the water, don't you, in your kayak? Well, yeah, I would love to. Yes, I can't yeah, wait for it. Yes. Well, I have also got out on the water in on my dinghy. I don't have a well, I do have a kayak, but I haven't got out on that. But I have a little outboard motor, mm. and the outboard motor, it's electric. So when it's in the water, it makes no sound. But then you have to lug a car battery around with you mm. as well, and then heave that into the boat and connect the two up and try to stop the cables getting wet. Uh, and this week I was quite impressed by the Elite electric outboard motor, which has just been showing at Booth Dusseldorf, which is a boat show in Dusseldorf, uh, which is an all-in-one 
outboard motor. It's a slender device, maybe um, three feet long, maybe slightly smaller. Mm-hmm. And the handle, the tiller handle, folds down and then acts as a carry handle. The thing it weighs only uh, under seven kilograms, and it has a built-in battery. And they say it'll last for ninety minutes of uh, of power. I think is a is a good thing. I don't know how long it should last. Yours, how long does yours last? Longer than that, presumably, with a big car battery. Or... I, I've never been out for more than ninety minutes with a spare. Okay, so fine, I fine. I don't really know. So, great idea then. It is. It's a really nice looking device. It is nine hundred and ninety nine dollars, um, and you can reserve it at epropulsion dot com. Should you decide this is what for you? Probably not the thing for you because you like the physicality of kayaking, don't you? I do. Actually, I do. Really, yes. Though, given my leg, maybe maybe I should be using that board instead. E-propulsion does sound like a Yorkshire firm, but never mind. <laughs> Time for us just to take a brief break. We'll be back with more Gadget and Gizmos in just a moment. Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio. This is Simon Rose talking to Steve Kaplan. Well, actually, Steve Kaplan's talking to me about gadget and gizmos. Well, no, no, you're responding. You're responding. You're chucking in the odd quiz. I'm awake anyway, yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike the rest of our listeners, who probably yeah. dozed off. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tesla, in the news mm. again, they've had to recall almost all of the over 2 million <sighs> Teslas they're sold in the US. Again? This time, because the font size on the warning lights is too small. Oh, come on, you're having me on now. No, it's, it's broken the regulations. It's only February, it's not April. The good news is that these are all software updates so that you can you can recall it at home. So they're sending oh, out I a see. software update. It's not oh, right, quite right, as, right. as serious as it sounds. But what a lot of woes they've had. All kinds there of things. There are quite a lot of re- recalls. I hadn't realised you can have recalls without actually recalling them. No, it seems that you can. And, of course, if you're yes. a Tesla, Tesla owner chatting to another Tesla owner over a drink, you then... Can I chat about recalling all the recalls you've had? <laughs> you can, yes. exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure they do just that. Yeah. I think it's time for our crowdfunding time of the week. In that case, you're going to want one of these. I am. And this is a rather clever device. So I do a fair amount of drilling with mm. my electric drill, not a seed drill. I'm not you know, one of those farming types. Not DIY dentist- dentistry, I hope. Not DIY dentistry. Okay, good. No, I've, yet, I've yet to experiment with that. And one of the hardest things when drilling is keeping the drill perpendicular to the piece of wood or the wall, yes. or whatever you're drilling into. Yes, yes. And some drills have a little spirit level in the back, so you can try. But mm. trying to get the, the, the get it absolutely level when you're mm. pointing, you know, at, at a wall is quite is quite difficult. And they're not that accurate. The uh, the little spirit levels. And it does matter when something is is not straight because otherwise you put a hook on the wall and the hook's at a jaunty angle, which is hmm. really not what you want. Well, this is a rather clever device called the bullseye bore. <laughs> okay. Yes. How do they come yes. up with it? Not, well, not like... a fan of an old ITV <laughs> programme about darts, clearly. Not okay. a, exactly. <laughs> and this is a plastic device about um, two inches long. Hmm. And it's like a lozenge shape and it slips over the drill bit, and it looks like it magnetically attaches to the chuck. Mm. And in there are three, two or three lasers that point forwards at the wall. When you turn the drill on, they spin. 
And so you get concentric circles appearing uh, on whatever you're drilling into. Mm. If you're at even a slight angle, you can see very clearly those concentric circles are off center. Do you see that? Because it only takes a very small angle. So all you do is line up the circles and you can tell pretty much exactly when they're they're lined up. And then you can drill at at any angle, but perpendicular to the surface that you're drilling into. I think it sounds absolutely ingenious. It is. Is is this very expensive? Because I can't help feeling if it is. Well, it's probably not for you and I. But it is quite. It is more expensive than it should be. Um, it is. They, they only sell them in sets of two, uh, one for five inch up to five inch drill bits, one for up to eight inch drill bits. I have no eight idea inches? about that. Yes. Okay, that's a big drill bit. That is, well, that's for drilling through walls. I think. Right. Okay. Through walls, um, and uh, a set of two will cost eight hundred and three pounds. Mm. So it's it's not cheap. Of course, you get you get two of them, so you can you know share one with a friend. Mm. Of course, within within weeks there will be a you know four pound ninety nine rip off available. Yes, yes, yes. on uh, <laughs> on AliExpress. But a really clever idea and just you know ingenious. I'm so impressed by the the vision that came up with this. Yes. Once you say it, yes, idea. it's obvious. Yes. No, absolutely. Though I still quite like the idea of things being at jaunty angles. It depends on what you're fixing. <laughs> I suppose that's true. That yes. is true. Okay, well, anyway. let's let's move on. Okay, that was, by the way, it's called Bullseye Ball. It's on Kickstarter, and you have until the 29th of February to go and uh, and take a look. Okay. And, see if you like and there is a 29th of February this year. There is. That's why I said you have until the 29th yeah, of February. Yeah, yeah. Yes. My, my grandma, former grandmother's birthday. Is it? Mm. So she was very young when she, she died a, then. She was indeed, yes. Yes, mm. in her 20s. Gosh, yeah. how extraordinary. I know. Okay. Well, yep. Yep. So um, how do you police nuclear waste sites? I mean, this is... Very this carefully. Is, very carefully. This is what has been bothering the Nuclear Decommissioning Authority. So there's nothing really worth nicking on nuclear waste sites, apart from nuclear waste, which no one in their right mind would actually want to, to take. But of course, they've got to keep kids out of it. Mm. Um, and so they, what they've done is they're putting out one and a half million pounds budget for initial designs for a Robocop police force. Ooh. And this police force will take the, fo- the, the form of drones um, with built-in Smoke bombs and paint guns. So, you know, if I were a teenager, (laughs) what better incentive could there be to to break into a nuclear decommissioned site than to be chased with smoke bombs and paint guns? Well, well, absolutely. I mean, you have to pay to do that normally. Exactly. Astonishing. Absolutely astonishing. You really feel that they haven't quite thought this one through, don't you? (laughs) Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. I mean they can't have they can't have proper bullets and they can't have those flamethrower mounted dogs that we talked about uh, recently. But frankly, <laughs> anything as much fun as this, <laughs> I'd be yes. quite tempted to break yeah. into one myself. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Let's move on. Let's move on. Why do dinosaurs have feathers? I mean it's been shown that dinosaurs most dinosaurs did have feathers rather than fur. Mm. And and of course the feathers appeared long before the any dinosaurs evolved flight. Mm-hmm. So why do they have feathers? Well, this is something that's been really bothering the Seoul National University. 
and they have built a Robopteryx, as they call it. It's a robot dinosaur with fitted mm. with feathers. Right. And they reckon that the dinosaurs had feathers so that they could use the feather to sweep at the undergrowth to brush the prey out of the undergrowth. Apparently, that's what a roadrunner does. Now, I always thought that roadrunners just hung around uh, waiting for bowls of seed to be put in front of it with anvils. Yes, yes so they go going beep beep as well, don't they? Going meep meep. Yeah, meep meep. Sorry, meep, meep. okay. Yep. Yep. Yes, we, we must make sure this is strictly accurate. Yes. <laughs> well, it's, it's important. I think we attention yes. to detail. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so what they've done is they have built um, a flush pursuit foraging dinosaur fitted with feathers. Yes. And and they've tried it out, and it does, in fact, manage to scare insects and uh, small mammals out of the undergrowth. So that okay. could be why. And, of course, since the dinosaurs already have the feathers, that's how flight presumably evolved. One dinosaur waking up one morning thinking, hmm, I wonder what will happen if I jump off a cliff. Yes. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm yet to be totally convinced by this. Are you? But, yeah, yes. but it'd be interesting to see. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure they had build, fun building a, a feathered robot dinosaur, though. Absolutely. Yes. You do wonder who funded this kind of research. But well, we, we have thought of that question with many, many a great, aspects. A great many times. Nearly always from some university or other. Yeah. Yes. Well, indeed, because those are the ones that get the funding. Yes. Um, and uh, and finally, I think we're just about to on uh, our on yeah, um, yeah, maybe maybe phones have been getting bigger and faster and better and more feature packed and generally more mm. exciting, mm. Uh, which certainly excites me because that's what I like about our phones. But there are people who think, well, actually, uh, we don't we don't want all this stuff. We just want uh, a phone, and they could go and buy you know a, a regular little Nokia mm-hmm. or. They could buy the Minimal phone, uh, Minimal being the brand name of this phone, whose slogan is Live More, Scroll Less. It is, has a mono e-ink screen, mm. which will last for days because it's very easy to keep e-ink screens powered up. Four-day battery life, they claim. A physical keyboard, rather like a, a BlackBerry. Mm. And it comes with a phone app, messages, notes and calendar and that's it. So it's a very, very lightweight, <clears throat> by today's standards, gloriously underpowered phone. Apparently, mm. you can then add a few apps to it, like Uber and things that you think you really can't live without. But the trouble with uh, the Uber app is, of course, that on your regular phone, it shows you where your car is as it's heading towards you. Can it do that with an e-ink display? Can it refresh it that, that often? I mean, motion. No idea. It's going to do live tracking. No anyway, it ha- it'll come with Wi-Fi and Bluetooth. 5G, they say, is being explored. So they're not sure if they can build 5G into it, but they're, mm. they're looking at it. It'd be a real pity if they don't, because otherwise your Uber is going to be kind of pointless. And they reckon it will sell for around $400. Now, to my mind, $400 is a lot for a phone that mm. doesn't do very much. Yes. I'd I'd rather spend that on a phone that does a lot, but then it, I don't <laughs> well, know. It, it, they obviously think there's a market for this this kind of very low powered, low tech phone, but you do wonder quite who's going to want to buy one, don't you? 
Yes, from drawers, quite a lot. We've probably got time for one more very quick thing, if you'd like to. Oh, in that case, let's go on to um, uh, a US scientist called Stephen Thaler, who produced an AI program called Davos, um, which is short for the device for the autonomous bootstrapping of unified sentence sentience. I didn't <laughs> right. know that. And it created a new food container, and he filed a patent on its behalf. Mm-hmm. And the Supreme Court said, no, only a human can be an inventor. And he said, no, but I didn't invent it. My, uh, my AI, my AI Dabus invented it. And the Supreme Court said, no. And it's also been turned down in uh, in Australia and, and in the UK. Why didn't he fib and say he had invented it? Because he wanted to make a point. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, that seems peculiar. So now, now the AI is going to start begging humans. To claim that it wasn't them, Gov. Yes, almost certainly. <laughs> that's <laughs> it for this. It all edition. goes wrong. Yeah, that's it for this edition of Gadget Gizmos. We will gadget and gizmos. We will be back with more. I was going to say more of the same, but no, more very, very different gadget and gizmos at the same time next week. Is it a gadget? Is it a gizmo? No, it's gadgets and gizmos with Steve Kaplan and Simon Rose.